0: The Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast We're talking business and building a culture that's kick-ass Where we make it happen, grab your seat, let's have a blast At the Entrepreneurial Journey
1: Podcast it's Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneurial Journey Podcast Today I have the wonderful Tara Lynch with me Hello Tara, how are you?
0: Hi yeah, I'm good, thank
1: you. How are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. Now you are involved in one of my favourite subjects in the whole world, and that is dogs. Yeah. Yeah, dogs
0: in motion. It's a doggy daycare pet service
1: business. So. Brilliant. How did that all begin?
0: Uh so I when I was during lockdown, I worked with um in like a boarding kennels. And obviously, everyone was in the houses. Nobody could go anywhere, so nobody could go on holiday. Nobody was using the kennels. So I was let go from that position, and I couldn't get in anywhere. So from my little box room in my bedroom, um, I got my laptop, and I thought, I'm going to make my own work. Um, So with the help of my stepdad, who is an IT manager, we set up websites, social media, things like that. Um, And then my mum, who is a finance supervisor helped with kind of all the books um and then we set up dogs in motion um and as I say the rest is history um brilliant yeah it was it was really successful business um
1: yeah so just before we came on air you were telling me you'd reached quite a high level of ranking in the area tell me a little bit about that and how you got to that
0: yeah so i have recently relocated from bedfordshire to norwich so when i lived in bedfordshire dogs in motion was voted the top three pet service businesses in the area um along with some competitors that had been there for quite a while i wasn't kind of in the industry for very long before i got that um that title if you like um, and right. it was hard work to begin with, yeah, a lot of sure. kind of just going around parks handing out leaflets and everything like that um just because I'm quite a shy person normally I don't really go up to people and just talk um so to put myself out there was was a challenge that kind of you have to I had to push myself to do to kind of make the business how it was um and yeah there's from relocating a lot of my clients that have not found another doggy daycare um to live up to the standards um So they've just kind of tried to make do, Um, but they've all said if I was to either move back or start up again, they would
1: 100% be there. Oh, that's brilliant. That's fantastic. Mm. So how old were you when you started the business? How old am I now? I'm 24. I was 22. Brilliant. Yeah. And before that point, had you ever thought about running your own business at all? No. No, I have always, always
0: worked with dogs. Um, I've done a few other kind of little jobs just to explore different avenues. Just weren't for me. Dogs are 100% my passion. Um, so I've worked with dogs since I've literally left school up until like now. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's always been dogs, but I've never, ever, ever dreamed of doing my own business. It's just right. the lockdown. Obviously, it became with so much negatives, but for me, it came with the positive of, the drive to you know start something and do something new sorry so my dog's just
1: walking around it's all right I've got two they've just had their haircuts oh yeah. They're, having, yeah they're having a sleep they smell really nice and long maybe oh, yeah. in yeah yeah <laughs> so they're quite what sort of dog have you got
0: uh I've got an American Safi. so at the moment he's actually been affected by the bully ban um oh, no. but Dex come here. look come here Come here. Come here. Come here.
1: But he's not an XL bully, is
0: he? No, he's he makes the characteristics, but no, he's he's not an XL.
1: Oh, what's his name? Dexter. Dexter. Well, as you and I both know, it's not the breed. It's the no. owner that makes them aggressive. Exactly, yeah. and
0: he's soft, he's soft as anything, so.
1: Yeah. My best friend has uh, an Alsatian and a Rottweiler, yeah. And they're the two softest dogs you've ever met in your entire life.
0: They always
1: uh, are. They yeah. Are. It is. It's just the owners. And, you know, people, particularly my generation, remember Rottweilers from the film The Omen. Um, mm. and, they, and they weren't nice in that film. But what people don't realise is Rottweilers were bred to herd cattle. So yeah. they're not aggressive. They're not built to be aggressive at all. No. So, no,
0: it's well oh. these were- bred to be nanny dogs so
1: is that right
0: yeah yeah they're the original nanny dogs um that kind of quite a lot of people back in back in the olden days used to use instead of obviously people as nannies they'd use um like staffies and bully breeds and things like that just because of their kind nature so
1: i had no idea that that was the
0: case yeah they're known as nanny
1: dogs Wow, I've I've met a few and they're all really soft. I mean, right. really stupidly soft. <laughs> yeah, he is. he really is. Oh, that's a wee shame. So, okay, um, we have a lot of listeners to our podcast who are at different stages in their business journey. I interviewed a guy the other week who had exited for multi-millions from his business and started another one. And yeah. I interviewed people who've not even started yet. So I get the whole range Mm. What what was it do you think that you know, when you were sitting in your room during lockdown and mm. twiddling your thumbs, did you think, oh, right, I'll start a business, yeah, let's go ahead, or did you think, oh, I'll start a business oh no, I can't. What what was the process you went through before you got going?
0: There was a lot of to- and throwing. Um right. so At first, I was like, oh, how hard can it be? It's it's just going to be like walking dogs. It's going to be like that. But before you can even start advertising yourself, there's so much you have to go through. So like register in your business. I registered as a sole trader um, just purely because it it was the best option for me. Um, you then got all your kind of advertising things to do. So you've got to set up all your social medias, um, your websites. You've got to register your website. You've actually got to buy your websites um, and protect them. So, like for example, I had um, DogsInMotion.club, and then you've got mm-hmm. dot .net, dot .com, .co.uk. You've got all all of the above that you've kind of got to secure your business name with as well. Um, and then you've then you've got your clients that you've got to try and try and get. Um, and that I think I'd say that was the hardest part um, is going out actually and and getting people to to notice you. So social media is brilliant. Obviously mm-hmm. nowadays it's like the be at and end all of everything. Um, if you want something to know something, just pop, post on social media and everyone will see it. Um, yeah. But with a business that's quite like intimate, like with not only the dogs but the owners as well, because obviously they're trusting you with. Their babies. Um, mm-hmm. You've got to kind of get out there and show that you're more than just like a face behind a screen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, getting out there as well. Like I would have because I because I recently relocated to Norwich. Um, Dexter wasn't always my dog. He was my partner's dog originally. Mm. Um, so I had my little Jack Russell back home called um, Reggie, um, and unfortunately, Reggie isn't so friendly. Right. <laughs> so, I couldn't like take him out to almost be like a mascot type thing. Um, cause you obviously want a piece of approach you. So it's using things, um, that kind of you've got nearby, that it's kind of a free source of advertisement that can really draw people's attention. Um, so I would use my sister's partner's parents' dogs. Right. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of walk out um, with them and with the logos and the brands on and, um, trying to kind of make sure that you're approachable and um, that was that was the biggest hurdle for me is trying to get that because normally I'm like I said I'm not very like I'm just like oh leave me alone please I don't want to talk to you yeah um, i
1: prefer dogs
0: yeah exactly um but then once i got my first client then it was all kind of just word of mouth um going out there um and my first client was my very first client on my first day and my very last client before I then relocated to to Norwich.
1: So. Oh, it the must have been stuck. very sad to lose you.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sure if um, you were con- to contact kind of any of them, they'd all they'd all say um, how gutted they were <laughs> that I was leaving. It's just because that um, I feel like when you start up your own business, you've got to be quite flexible as well, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. adhering to what your clients needs and desires are you've mm. almost got to bend yourself in so many different knots just to kind of get it working but then it almost just becomes part of it like it, it's it's easy to be flexible and then that's the the thing that kind of drags people in not drags people yeah. in but you know draws people in should I say? yeah
1: yeah yeah and you kind of you're right but I think it's when you're doing something you absolutely love that's okay isn't it
0: yeah, I mean, during Dogs in Motion, I also have trained in kind of different areas as well to expand the business. Mm. Um, so i done a canine and puppy behavior training um, course. So I was a qualified trainer. Um, so could then add another service in. So I could then do one-to-one training sessions. Um, right. I've now, I'm just waiting for my um, practical date to complete my canine hydrotherapy training. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so to possibly add that into the business, yeah. Um, When I do reopen, that will be another area of expertise that, you know, I could I could add to the business just to kind of widen the range of of services um, to kind of suit most people and have a bit of everything that everyone's kind of looking for. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. That's a really good idea. Yeah, no, the reason I asked about your age, because there's some people going, why why is she asked about her age? And it's because you were nominated for, we were finalists for, and let me get this right, the Great British Entrepreneur Awards for Young Entrepreneur of the Year and Startup of the Year, which is fantastic in the East of England. Now, sadly, you didn't win, but that's okay. There were, I mean, there there were like over 5,000 entries this year, weren't there, I think? Yeah,
0: yeah, there were, there were, Um, a lot a lot of people so to make the final in yeah. two different categories it's just it's insane it's
1: insane yeah. no yeah. so congratulations on that well thank done very well you. done now what I know you've moved so you've settled in hopefully to um Norwich which is great and what are the plans now for the business how are you gonna reopen what you're gonna do
0: so plans now are, so funding, um, we are planning on getting um, like a warehouse uh, property and converting that into a doggy daycare centre. So rather than it just kind of being based at home or just kind of in the community in general, it will be a, a, a warehouse, an actual um, set place of where dogs will go. Um, and then there'll be like days out and things like that. Um, so there's big plans Big plans. Right. Um, so it will take some time. But yeah, we're I've always I've always been determined. Um and especially like I say when it's something you're passionate about, it you you make it work. You make it work.
1: Yeah, you really do. And you said something earlier actually, Tara, about how you know, that phrase, how hard can it be? And then once you get into it, you you think, oh my god, there's a million moving parts to yeah. this seemingly simple business yeah. so I really admire your determination you've done it once and you're doing it again but you're doing it bigger yes which yeah. is fantastic absolutely fantastic yeah. um, and where do you want to take it where do you think it's heading uh, at the moment stay kind
0: of uh, local in Norwich and surrounding areas um, but then I'm hoping like this is kind of long-term kind of end goal and um, have a few different centers set up kind of up up and down the country um yeah but yeah like it it sounds insane when I say like that I'm just a t- 24 year old girl just sitting at a dining table um in our in our home in Norfolk um talking about you know businesses up and down the country you wouldn't I wouldn't have even thought this um would ever be the case um but you know here I am and I'm doing the planning. Um, okay. It takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of dedication, but in the end, it'll all be worth it. And it's not <laughs> its not the case of um, setting up a business for the business to run itself mm-hmm. um, because I wouldn't have set up a business in the first place if that was the, the end goal. I, I want to keep getting stuck in, keep getting involved because at the end of the day, this is what I would set it up for, is yeah. to to say that this is mine I I done this um and just yeah build on it from there
1: yeah everybody has to start somewhere exactly and it does it doesn't matter what age what stage you are you know whether you've been to a business school you've never stepped foot in a business school it I mean none of that matters literally none of it Exactly. I've
0: um, I've never done any kind of business, I've got no uh, qualifications or grades or even in in business or studies or anything like that. I went to a a very traditional Catholic school, which was, you didn't have the options of like business studies um, and things as GCSE. So I had no experience, none at all. I spent four years in and out of psychiatric hospitals as well, just after um, school. So from that, from school to not having any kind of grades or, or knowledge in business studies or anything like that to then psychiatric wards in and out, not knowing what I'm going to do day to day to then setting up a business that was voted top three in the in the area was just, it was mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing. Yes, <laughs>
1: phenomenal. Congratulations on you. your recovery as well, That That's really, really heartening. Yeah. to hear yeah. and and I don't want to go into personal details but it sounds like you've been through a lot and come out yeah. the other side and for yeah. those people yeah. perhaps who are going through something tough what what advice would you give them?
0: Mental health or any sort of struggle in your life will only take as much as what you allow it to. Right. Um. If you roll over and allow mental health to take over your your life then it will Mm -hmm. if you choose to fight get up just get up each day have a cup of tea it's as simple it it can be something as simple as that I know a lot of people might be saying oh everyone says have a cup of tea you'll feel better I've heard it (laughs) and I think the exact same but um it's just about the getting up and the just get up carry on each day is going to be different nothing's ever nothing is ever um permanent everything I in life that. everything in life is temporary you'll never have anything permanent
1: that that wisdom Tara is unusual in somebody twice your age wow. so I, I congratulate you on it getting to that stage and you're thinking um, at, at, at such a young age, um, yeah. that, that will serve you extraordinarily well, particularly when you're growing your business, because there there will definitely be hard times. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and there already are, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Did you know at TriCress, we've built a kick-ass culture coach and consultant programme? So if you're a business coach or consultant and you're looking for something new, add to your toolbox or even escape the nine to five. Join us at our next event links in the information on the podcast. See you there. (laughs) Um, I was speaking to my brother this morning. We run the business together and um, he was saying he was speaking to it again a mature woman, very well versed in business. She's been doing it for four years and she mm. said, you know, it's really hard to get it to take off and to get going and it's mm. it's tough every day. We we me and my brother were laughing and saying it's like it's like those really brutal Japanese um games they play on TV. Have you ever seen yeah. clips of them? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is hard. <laughs> it is and it can be brutal. <laughs> When, you, when you're trying to do it but you just got to keep taking almost take the knocks take it on the chin get
1: up yeah. get up and go yeah yeah you do <laughs> Yeah, absolutely do I love that so um the template it is a successful one there's a huge um big like warehouse like you say where the doggies go for daycare up here in Edinburgh where I live and yeah. they have they must have five or six vans that go around yeah. the city and pick up the dogs. Yeah, yeah. A, a huge business. Huge. Yeah, that's,
0: that's the that's the aim.
1: Yeah. Now, would you, yeah. when you go off and do different geographies across the UK, would you franchise it? Do you think, or would you be the owner still?
0: Um, haven't got that far. I was thinking. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I would possibly franchise it.
1: Hmm. Um.
0: 'Cause it, it does give other people the opportunity to to learn about uh, setting up a business and owning a business, running a business, kind of it almost gives you the opportunity before you think, Oh, well, I'm I'm gonna give it a go myself, just to sit oh, hello. <laughs> just to see if Dexter. Um, <laughs> just to see if um you like the idea of it. What do you want?
1: He likes the idea of it. He does. He likes it. Yeah, there's um one of our podcasts, I can't remember the woman's name, it's gone out my head, but she runs a uh swimming teaching franchise business. Yeah. Um and she's set up uh, originally it was just training the swimming teachers, but she's now setting up the franchisees so they build their own mm. pool. Mm. Um I'll send you the link afterwards, but it, yeah, yeah. have a listen to her because her story is really interesting as well on how she's grown it. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but yeah, I, I think it, it, it's a really great idea. So how far away are you from getting that warehouse do you think? And what do you need?
0: Uh, a fair amount at the moment. Uh, I need quite a bit more funding. So which okay. is why um, I've been in touch with Spencer and um, we're discussing oh. kind of different areas of funding. Um right. We got them through yesterday so I'm I'm yet to explore them um but throughout this week I think I'll be um just nagging on at people that's another thing you've got to do just nag nag on at people until they listen
1: yeah yeah they really yeah you really Spencer's great and for those people don't know Spencer Spencer Hodgetts is one of our um Tricress coaches and consultants and he specializes in supporting businesses that are involved Mm. with dogs which You know, before I met Spencer was a niche I'd never even considered. (laughs) Yeah, but um, yeah, he's a really good guy, and he'll put you in touch with with all the right people, which is fantastic. All right, yeah,
0: given quite a lot of
1: contact, so yeah, Yeah, um, he's good. So if your business and this may this is an obvious well, it may or may not be an obvious question, actually, Tara. Uh, so let's just go for it Mm -hmm. if your business had personality or a character how would you describe it
0: if it had a personality or a character yeah uh personality i'd say bubbly Mm -hmm. There's always something going on it's very energetic Or I mean dogs that they very hardly sit still so (laughs) always on the go um just kind of quite structured um routine um and just fun you know it it's a place for dogs to be dogs um you know there's help if you if you struggle with you know finding time because obviously people people work like um most days uh and if they've got a dog and they don't want to leave them, there's always a space um, for a dog. So it's kind of welcoming as well. Very yes, open. You know. I know what it's like to to own a not-so-friendly dog and a dog with um, that comes with quite a lot of troubles because of my little one um, back in Bedfordshire. Um, he's a rescue, so he comes with his own bundle of um, characters, <laughs> shall we say. Um, yeah so so making room for dogs like that as well um because you know it's the worst feeling when you're like oh i can't i can't let my dog do these because of of their temperament i can't do this because of my dog's temperament but um there's always space and we can always work work with the dog rather than against the dog and kind of separate them sort of dogs just because of their temperament um Mm. Because all all they want to do is have fun as well. So you know, there's there's always space. Um, yeah, I'd say like yeah. that. Well, a character. Donkers, it, it's it's mad. It is mad. It's a mad work environment. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> always coming home muddy. Like there's absolutely no point even trying to keep clean. No. So, even on a sunny, dry day, you're going to get dirty. Um, yeah. So you know, it's just. One of them things, but yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't change it for the
1: world, wouldn't change it. Uh, and if your business was a dog, what breed would it be?
0: Um, I'd say probably like a beagle or something like that. Because yeah. beagles are very kind of, they just, they want to keep going and going and going and explore. They don't really have a stop button. They don't know when to stop. Um, They just keep going and going and they follow any trail that, you know, seems that it would work and lead to something um so yeah i'd I'd say probably a beagle i'm better than as well so
1: (laughs) a naughty beagle i really like that yeah i really like that and uh, this isn't a question i normally ask um Mm -hmm. but i think it's quite appropriate what do you think business people can learn from dogs or people in general
0: they can learn that you know things can happen in life um but forgiving um and just kind of staying true to yourself because dogs that all that all they do is stay true to what and who they are to please the their owners and their masters Mm. um they're just they're just chilled chilled animals they you could never well Personally, I find it extremely hard to stay angry, stay up at my dexter. He's a cheeky chappy and, you know, he does like to test test the limits. But, um, yeah, he, he just makes you laugh. Dogs have a very strange way of communicating because, like, see, we feel the love from these animals without actually saying any words. Mm-hmm. They can't talk to us. They, they can communicate through body language, but ultimately they can't talk to us. So, we have this just four-legged animal in our home that we we don't talk to. We talk to using body language, um, but love unconditionally, and they they love you unconditionally. So it's just the just seeing people for who they are. staying true to yourself in the meantime, and just having fun. Yeah, Take life of the pinch salt, and just have fun while you're here.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's so true. They they're forgiving. They are. I'm just yeah. looking at my dogs now One one is laid completely flat on his back No, legs in the air <laughs> Totally chilled yeah. Um, yeah, they are forgiving, aren't they? And you can't yeah. stay cross with them for long Because they're just so pleased that you're yeah. there
0: Yeah, um, it's like um, our, our doctor He's very boisterous As you can probably tell He's a big boy So when you first come in the house And, you know, your dog's really, really excited to see you don't be annoyed at them for, for jumping up and being excited. Like, you've got all these different aspects of your life. You are their life. Um, yeah. So, you know, in, enjoy them because they're not here forever. I know. They're oh, not I know. here forever. So let, let, let them be dogs. Be happy. Play, play with them every day. Don't Don't let them forget that, you know, you're not forgetting them.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: That's I say it anyway because you know like i say i'll have like my family back in bed for sure that i'll go see i've got my friends i've got uh you know neighbors for example that i can just go out and just go and see De- dexter has us yeah and we're, we're his world we've got we're one in a big world and we are his world so yeah so yeah to to see him excited when he comes in it's just it's it's nice it's
1: nice they they live life yeah they do yeah they really do that's amazing i wish you all the luck in the world tara and i'm really looking forward to seeing you succeed as i absolutely know you will with a you you know an attitude and an outlook that you've got you you'll be phenomenally successful definitely Thank thank you so much for your time today thank
0: you thank you so much
1: Hi listen out and watch out for our next episode with Claire Monday who's the founder of Tapitos a growing kids activity dance franchise discover how she started with one lesson In one small venue in a small town in England and has grown it to a nationwide franchise across the UK and is expanding into the Middle East. Claire's great. She's full of energy. And if you listen carefully, you might hear her new poppy in the background. Tune in. Thanks for listening, everybody. Did you know at Tricress, we've built a kick-ass culture coach and consultant program. So if you're a business coach or consultant and you're looking for something new, add to your toolbox or even escape the nine to five, join us at our next event. Links in the information on the podcast. See you there. The entrepreneurial journey
0: talking business and building a culture that's kick ass where we make it happen grab your
1: seat let's have a blast at the entrepreneurial journey